Um, and just roll with that for now. Hey, welcome back. Oh, you want to be off? Well, and I'm back. And he's back. Forgive me if he's back. Forgive me if I'm getting all nitpicky and trying to make everything perfect. No, but, no, you're a perfectionist. Dude. That's that's why I love you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm right. So that's I'm why, trying to that's why I need you around. I'm getting this ventilation set up so I can get my pull of the smoke. Is what I'm trying to do, bro. So what you need <laughs> is something like this right here. Oh, that would be span my cable here. <laughs> oh, look, I don't even need to just this guy. Key <laughs> box. Oh yeah. Now, where's your video at? I got no video of you now. Um, I have video of you, but like, I just for better? the sake of for the sake of recording it, mm -hmm. you have no video of me. No. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me see if I can. I definitely want. I definitely want to give you a video. Uh, so patriotic. I'll blow that smoke, bro. Bro. There we go. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good and ready now. <laughs> I got my drinks. I got my cooler. I got my seat. All right. Hold on. I'm going to have to go to the other mode, too, because I'm not able to pull up my camera. All right. Here we go. Now can we do it? Come on. Hey, I'm on the Boom. Boom, yeah, here we are. Here we go. Look at that. It's weird because the way this thing's mounted, I cannot center it in the back of the screen. Maybe, oh, uh oh. And Gavin is a liar. There we go. I can live with something like that for now. And then the glass. It'd be nice if I could, be nice if we could split it, but I can't seem to split it. There we go. No. Are my glasses going to drive you crazy the whole time? No, 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 no. no. no it's cool. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Nice. There you go. Alright. So, because I'm recording it, like any of the video, you're going to be huge and I'm going to be, like, little. So, because I'm. Um, here you go. It's flipped. View, more options. So, yeah. I don't know how to do that. That's, that's on you. I don't know what speaker is. That's the only thing that it said I could do. Is speaker. You change your view. Yeah. Well. Oh, that makes. So, yeah. That would so show speaker you just, gallery at top. Was gallery at top. Does that change anything for you? No. Well, so let me say. No. no it just what it, it just it moved me up to the top right of my screen. That yeah. might be the best for at least our view. Yeah, that works for me, man. Yep. Yeah. So you said you had time to do some. Uh, I mean, today on break, I um, figured I'd put together some stuff, you know. We talked about putting together segments. So, as far as segments are concerned, you know, things to talk about. Yeah. You know, um, how's uh, how's everything going with work? I mean, everything going good uh, yeah, at the beer can going. factory? Beer can factory's going good. We're putting sleeves That's on. That's good. Actually, you know, I've been doing some research, and coming from Harley... You know, when I started working with Harley, and I'll get yeah. to beer cans, so I'm going to start with Harley. <laughs> um, Perfect. It was so popular. It was so popular back then, man. Um, and that's how I got into it. I started riding, and the, the school commercial comes on. I'm like, oh, I want to do that. And I get into it. And so this beer can, I think, is kind of a lot like it. I get through school. I get out and get a job. And it's like after one or two years, all of a sudden, it's like the end of the fad. And so now I'm at this warehouse, and right. I can see how – the, the beer canning has dropped off significantly um, for brewing. And I kind of poke around, and I'm seeing articles of how, like, you know, craft beers slowing down. I saw another article where one of the breweries local to our old stomping grounds over at Burnt Hickory is closing. Yeah. And so I can tell, I can see it. But luckily, the folks I work for also do glass, so they're involved with wine and some of the bigger liquors, too. So that's something that's going to change. But, man, I can see that similar thing where this thing was hyped out and it was jamming. And yeah. then I get into it and it's like it's starting to fade a little bit. I'm like, what is going on? It's a funnel but effect, it, yeah. But Yeah, it's gone well. I got lucky. I had some hiccups that I had to take care of there. But everything's smooth. So, no, works good, man. Um, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. It's a little bit of – it's like a, I finally got a blessing in that. 
it's great, man. I, I always, know you, always, you deserve it, man. Right? I mean, we used to grind together, man, all the way back I know to it. Hester Gutters. I mean, you name it. You, we, we sure. did it. Landscape. We were talking about it for them. I have no problem hanging a gutter if I need to. If this current job doesn't work out, I mean, I might have to sling a little gutter. You know? I don't want to do gutters ever again. <laughs> if I don't have to carry the ladders ever again, I'll be okay. Oh, shit. That's funny. I tell you, I got off the phone call today, and I was super pissed off because, uh, I, yeah, I just got off the phone call. I was super mad at this guy because he was talking down to me and shit. And I just... I did push-ups. I was surprised. I did like 25 push-ups. I was like, yes, I can do 25 push-ups without stopping. That's pretty good. Because I don't, I don't work out. I don't like lift weights, really. I run, but that's about it, you know? So, hold on. You were getting frustrated with him. When did the push-ups happen? During or after the phone call? Directly after. <laughs> I, I, I stormed down. Okay, so I was upstairs with uh-huh. Olivia and... Um, Jen was gone to get dinner at Chick-fil-A. And um, so Olivia's in her room, uh, like cleaning her room. I'm making her clean her room because like four days straight, she just will not clean it. It's like, clean your room. Yeah. So so I'm making her clean her room. And she's already like acting like, and I'm, I think you, you might can relate to this. If anyone can relate to this, I think maybe you can. My daughter gets so scared of me. Like... She looks at me like I am the most evil human being in the world. Like, like, oh my god, what yeah. are you doing? You know, like. Yeah. And when I'm mad, she she is just she steers clear, and and I've never said anything mean to her. I'm not I'm not a mean guy to her. I I don't you know. She sees me talk to other people, I suppose. But um, and this guy really was he was really he got under my skin. I, I had a cell phone number, and I called the cell phone number. It was for a shoe store in New York City, and I called a shit. I called the cell phone number that I have, and it was for his wife. And his, yeah. I, I so I, I call. I say, "Is Gina there?" And it's not really the name, but whatever. And um, he goes, "Is who there?" I said, "Gina." He said, "Well, this is Gina's husband." And I said, "Oh, okay. Well, can I speak with Gina, please?" And he said, "This is my cell phone." And I said, oh, I'm sorry. The information I had says it's Gina's cell phone. I apologize, doctor. Or No, he hadn't told me he's a doctor yet. And he goes, but this is my personal cell phone, and I'm an oncologist. And I was like, well, I, 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 yeah, I'm sorry for, you know, calling the wrong phone number. But um, yeah. <laughs> if it's possible, I can just get a message to your wife or set up a meeting or something. That'd be great. I'm just trying to help you guys with your back-to-school promotions, you know. Yeah. I, 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 the whole time, I'm like, I got a reason to call you, dude. So don't act like an asshole. And oh, <laughs> well, he just all wrong now. <laughs> oh, he did too. He was like, "Listen, I feel bad for you." And I'm like, you know, you don't have to feel bad for me, man. I mean, I'm just, you know, if you get a message to your wife, that'd be fine. And he was <laughs> like, um, he's like, my wife would never do business with you. And I said, why? Would, I said, why wouldn't your wife ever do business with you know the company iHeart? He's like. Well, because you didn't check your cell phone number, and I said, "So your," I said, "So your wife would never do business with someone who called her husband's cell phone." That doesn't make sense, Doctor. You know, and and he was yeah. like, and by this point, he's so fucking mad, and I'm trying to let him go, but at the same time, I'm like, if you could just give me her number, if you could give me to her I'm voicemail, still trying, I'm still trying to make this sell, Holly. You're still on the fucking phone, aren't you, buddy? So, yeah. If you're on the phone, I'm gonna keep trying. I mean, otherwise, I don't want to fucking talk to your old fucking ass. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, I'm not here to be scolded. Well, but that's he what he doctor, wanted to do. You know. <laughs> right. I'm like, you know what? My mom has an oncologist, and I'm glad you guys exist. But you should be glad I exist too, motherfucker, because I can yeah, no make your wife's oh, shoe store make money. Yeah, and we both know there's easier ways to get off the phone with someone if you don't want to deal with them than to continue to right. talk to them. <laughs> right. In like two minutes, he just spit trying to talk down to me. Yeah, he needed that me- apparently, so. He <laughs> did. And, then, and I got mad, and I came downstairs and was like, I don't know, I probably yelled some anti-Semitic stuff. Because this guy was strong. Oh, he was... Yeah? No, 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 I don't think you're listening to me. Like, oh, dude, come yes. on, man. Like... Like, no, you're not listening, sir. You're not listening, sir. Like, and he won't say my name. I've told him my name like three times on the call. I'm like, I'm Joey, sir. My name is Joey. And he's like, 
He's like, sir, you're not listening to me, sir. You're not listening. I'm like, no, you're the one who's not listening. You're just talking to hear yourself talk. But, yeah, I got mad at him, and we, we kind of yelled. I, I, I yelled, uh, and Olivia was probably a little scared of me. But I was surprised that I got 25 push-ups, so that was pretty nice. That is good. He put the energy. I was so impressed. You need to thank him for that. Absolutely, I guess that was the I guess that was the purpose of the call, but uh, I did. I mean, it did make me feel. I, I, mean, I don't know. I guess I kind of like getting calls like that because it can't, it can't get much worse, you know. So like, yeah, right. It's gonna go up from here, right? Keep throwing it at me because eventually I'm gonna be like, okay, this one's gonna suck too. Come on with it, just right. dial all day, you know. <laughs> Never right. fucking stop. Eventually, someone will be like, dude, you really like it when it sucks, don't you? I'll buy some shit from you. <laughs> That's funny shit. Them dudes I worked with up at Knoxville Harley, they're all a bunch of military, and this must be one of their sayings. It's embrace the suck. So when times are tough, that's what they're like. You just got to embrace it and work through that. And that's what it's you got to do, man. Embrace it. Oh, shit. Yes. Some of the best lessons are learned, you know, that patience and the things that will help land that next cell. So, I mean, I know that I'm good at my job, and I know I can get there. <laughs> but for the last six years, I haven't really sold anyone, you know? Haven't you, right? You were managing people that had to. <laughs> well, or bidding. Bidding on jobs or negotiating jobs. Right. That type of deal, you know? Post-sales, post-making post the agreement or initial contact and stuff. Definitely did, post-interest, definitely. They yeah. are, they're interested. We're, we're good to go. My job now is straight. Just it's chilly, willy cold, man. It's cold as shit. Like freezer box cold, man. I keep fans on me because I want to stay cold. It's so damn cold in here. And these calls cold. are cold as hell. They're like, you're with who? You're who? <laughs> I heart radio. <laughs> A little. My name's Joey. Oh, you froze up. Ah, we're back on the call. Yeah, yeah. I think I got, with it being a Wi-Fi, I might need to let that frequency flow a little more freely. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rub upstairs, grab some aluminum foil. I'm going to wrap it around my router, and I'm going to come back. Mm. You know, you can say, if you got if you got an FM antenna, you can wrap it around it and put it up on the wall with a, with a thumbtack. Hey. <laughs> Then the whole wall's an antenna, in a yeah. sense. Well, you know, you got to find the parts of the wall that are like this right here. We got to... It's a, it's a magnet. There. There's there. a magnet. Boom! <laughs> Boom! Now your whole house is an antenna. <laughs> now you've got your whole house is a Wi-Fi antenna. <laughs> life hacks. Yeah, you go. Life hacks. I love how life hacks sometimes are harder than just the normal way of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It's like, Spider do, you have, do you have 20 extra minutes and four empty two liters of Coca-Cola? Because I have a life hack for you. <laughs> it's going to save you a ton of time. <laughs> and it's going to get rid of those four two liter bottles you got. Nah, I mean, I've been trying to do that for a while. <coughs> I remember when I was a kid, my dad used to just take two liter bottles and fill them up with water and throw them in the like garage. Yeah. And I was like, why are you doing this? And, oh, the, we never run out of water. You know, like, <laughs> well, we're going to run out of water? water? Yeah. I didn't yeah, know that was a problem. He was, I guess he was kind of prepping or whatever, but, you know, it was like the 90s. Who's prepping in the 90s? I guess in the 90s, Y2K. Nobody prepping. What, Y2K nobody. prepping, maybe. Yeah. Good thing Y2K came up after the 90s because what nobody buying that shit. People were fucking running that credit card and buying the cheapest plastic piece of shit anything they could find. and Because they knew if it broke, they could go get another one instantly. That's yeah. what the 90s was. <laughs> <clears throat> That's what the 210s were. That's what it's been up until pretty much COVID. Yeah. Everything's fucking dirt cheap. Everybody's making plenty of money. Everything's easy. That's why they stopped that but, shit, right? Well... <laughs> <coughs> the supply chain broke down somehow because some fake fucking sickness. Isn't that the lie that we were told? All of a sudden, I like the one with like chickens. They're like, yeah, all the chickens are dead. That's why eggs cost so much and there's no chicken. It's like, where the fuck did they go? Like, <laughs> they were here yesterday. Wood, there's no wood. Wood's expensive. 
Where the fuck did the trees go? They were cutting down the day before. They're still there. The people cutting them down. But what's crazy is, like, you talk about wood. Wood's expensive, right? Like, okay, you're right. Wood is expensive. And it's rising, right? Yeah. So, and it's just like, so, Apple is a stock, and it might be rising as well, right? Yeah. But, like, me and you can go buy Apple. We're retail investors. We can just go get Apple. But how the fuck do we invest in lumber? I guess we have to just go to, we'd have to find lumber companies and. You have to find a commodities futures dealer. Yeah, there you go, yeah. You got to find a commodities futures dealer, and they charge like a motherfucker. And, and they're gambling. I, they don't even know. They're guessing, right? They don't know. You're, yeah, they're selling you. They, well, you're they're gambling. They're the you're they're your casino, pretty much. You know. Yeah. I actually looked into that because my wife was like, "You should uh, look into buying grape futures because grapes are going to be down, and peaches are about to be down for this season. Like, there's not, and there's going to be a shortage in uh, wines and." Like American wines because grapes, <laughs> because of an early frost this year and shit. Yeah. Which made me think of like trading, you know, trading places and, you know, buying orange juice concentrate and all that. There's orange juice concentrate and pork bellies. They, there's a bunch of them. There's a few commodities. <laughs> pork bellies. <laughs> pork bellies are bacon. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I did find a commodities like a, like a commodities like Robin Hood, you know, online. But who knows if they're, you know, if that shit's legit. So, we got COVID. That's like where we're at now, right? We're just kind of coming out of COVID, right? I think even the president said COVID's over. Yeah, so from my understanding, like, it hadn't even been a month, probably. Yeah, this shit's over with. So, the next thing. So, we're in the next whatever. COVID's over. We're in next, whatever it is. What is you're saying? The whatever, like the next, the next fuck job, story, the next thing that, the next big distraction, right. whatever. I got you. The next thing is it UFOs? The next period. Boy, I think that's hitting, the distraction. I think that is a distraction. Hitting them UFOs hard. They want you to hit them. Yeah, those UFOs hard. Well, and then here with that. <laughs> so that's funny because this is what I was kind of thinking about too with like our discussion, and that was one subject because. Because my thing with UFOs is I want them to be real because I want to check that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like the idea of it. You know what I'm saying? I want to take a ride on this starship, you know? Sure, sure. Awesome. But it's like they're saying they have it, they've had it, and it's been kept a secret. But so then why now is it not a secret from the government and they want to ramp up discussion, you know? And, And I can't help but think distraction, you know? Well, it's like because why? they have, the government has a bunch of secrets. Whether, I mean, you can be a conspiracy theorist or not, the government does have a bunch of secrets that they know and you don't, and they can release it at will. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm. <coughs> yeah, there's definitely I mean, a I, lot of knowledge that is suppressed. And I think they, I think, man, they should. I don't know. There's a reason why they don't, whatever that may be. Control, I maybe mean, power, control. Money. What would the country feel of what would the country feel if if we knew that the CIA killed JFK? Right now, it would be like I think a lot of people do know that. <laughs> I do too, but I don't think, <laughs> I think that. They do know it. What about and they just released the what if they released the actual stuff to do it? Cuz I mean, I think at one point Trump was even saying he was going to release all the information from it, but well, isn't that what the pandemic was? They were messing with people to see how much they would take before they freak out and come back at them, and it looks like a lot. Did you actually know anybody that got it? What's that? COVID. That, oh, you say actually got it. I just think it was the flu, so yeah. Um, and, and the test said it, but at the same time, I mean, I, the guy that made the test said it was to test for the flu, so basically it confirmed you had the flu. No, my So aunt, you, had, my aunt, you had COVID? I don't know that I did, but I did. Okay, real quick, the rundown on that. I sure. got sick. I got sick, but I got sick way before, like not way before, but real early. And me and my wife, once it came out, we, we backtracked it. And, you know, the time so frame that it happened is that the whole family, except for me, went down to the Georgia Aquarium. And mm. everyone that went on that trip got sick. Every single person that went to the aquarium that day got sick. And they got bad sick. So it started with my sons and my wife, and then I got it. And I did notice that lack of taste and stuff. 
But once again, I attribute that to the flu. I, I, I don't know that it was COVID. Um, and so and I obviously like I no one got bad. terrible, you know. No, not real bad. But it was like a week or so um, of feeling real bad. And, and like I said, the loss of uh, smell and tastes. Okay, so that was me. And that was like in 19, though. Or, or early. It was before they were even really talking about it It's like at all. February? Like February? Yes, it was. In February was when the trip okay. was. Exactly. Right. Okay, and then... I, I traveled go, in February, too. So, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. And then I go on a few more years later. Or I say, that was about the time after that that I got the job in Knoxville. So, I travel up there. And about a year into that, my aunt gets sick. And I mean, she's crazy sick. Now, let me back this up with just a hair. She smokes cigarettes, you know, she's she's older, smokes cigarettes, lots of cigarettes, been doing it for a while, all the risk factors, yeah. all the thing. He doesn't eat well, um, yeah, all the risk factors. And she got sick right. as sick can be. Now, she was worried but didn't want to go to the hospital because she didn't like to talk of the respirator stuff and how that was going. So she took the damn horse stuff, man. My cousin went and bought from the co-op. The horse medicine. I seen it in the tube. The horse medicine. Oh, was it ivermectin? Is that what it was? Ivermectin? I, or hydrochloric? I'm not sure. Yeah, ivermectin, whatever. Whichever one that right. was like a horse dewormer. They kept saying, this is a horse <laughs> dewormer. And it, hey, that's what it was or whatever. But she took it, dude. And she said after she took that, she got better. It took her about two weeks. She was sick. Really? She got better. And she was. I was like, so how do you feel now? And she's like, I feel different. She's like, I've never felt like this before. And she got better. And uh, <clears throat> it was crazy, man. It was crazy. But it, it, that medicine was hard on her, too. But they say it's like an anti-parasite dewormer or whatever. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah. I remember. She took it and said, you know, it, it kind of amped up the sickness. I, I would say, to describe how she said, like, it made her a little sicker feeling. But um, she was worried that she was going to die. She couldn't breathe. It was horrible. And she got better from it, man, and said that she's never felt that good in her life after after that. Or uh, not in her life, in wow. her older age. Yeah, right. so that's a crazy little testimony to that. And so I don't know. I, I have no clue. But this is from her. And uh, like I said, I witnessed so, it. I was there the whole time. You any, did you did you take any, any of the shots? Any, no no shots, shots, no medicine. And I did not get sick ever again. I, I can't say that since that time I was talk, talking about first, I have not gotten sick with any kind of nasal, mucus, congestion, whatever. I, and I think that's crazy because I felt like every year I would get, you know, the once a year cold or whatever at least. But right. I feel like I haven't gotten anything since then. And, uh, you know, maybe the, the children, my children have, but I can't say that my wife has either since we were all real sick. None of us have been that sick again. Which, who knows? It, like you know, if we go with what they're saying, once you have it and you beat it, you have the antibodies. You know, you're good to go. Right. Well, I mean, I took the jabs. I took the uh, Pfizer. Uh-huh. I I took it. My wife took it. I mean, even, even Olivia took it, and uh, we never got sick. And you never we did? traveled. No, I traveled. I went to New York. I went to Philly during the pandemic. Uh, we'll turn 21 during 2021. And Brayden, of course, you know, we traveled together. We went to Philly and to New York together. And he joined, you know, the Air Force. And it was required to join the Air Force because, remember, they had the government mandate. Right. Yeah. So so at that point, luckily, we had already, you know, taken it and did all that. So um, I never – and honestly, when I first took it, um, I felt really good, like, right after really? I took it. Like when I like the first day I had a headache, and the next day I I ran harder than normal. I worked out harder. I was for like a week and a half. I was probably I felt shot out of a cannon. I will say, that's and cool. I thought it was the antibodies. Is that's what was kind of the thing that that was right around the time that like uh, yeah I guess you know we had, maybe had maybe it's mental we saw like Trump going down. I feel great with this stuff. You know I mean because yeah, a lot right, of people yeah. said that you know when they took the antibodies. They were good, you know, and like they felt good. But I never got sick. Now, I, now there were weed vapes the whole time, so there were plenty of times I thought I couldn't fucking breathe. Right, but, you know, yeah. I just right? yeah, just didn't didn't hit it for a couple of minutes, and I was fine. <laughs> right, you know. But I remember being like super paranoid and being like stoned with Jen and be like, "Do we have COVID?" <laughs> <laughs> 
And like, you know, it just for, for like five minutes and then like, you know. Yeah. I gotta say, you know me though, like, I never want to believe anything. Would I, would, I don't, I always had a problem with authority. Never wanted to hear the rules. Never liked any of that. So, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Whatever you say is wrong. I'm going to rebel against it. I felt like I was, I feel like I'm strong. Like, and I didn't, and I felt like my family's strong and we're good. So, like, I didn't think that they would, even whatever they could do to me through an through yeah. a vaccine, you know, I, I didn't really, I didn't feel scared. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, you know, this came from, um, and I hate that I have some of these facts and uh, I can't quote them. I know it was from a news radio show, you know, in Atlanta in the morning, and I don't know where they quoted it from, but it was saying that pretty much all the deaths, 90 99% or so of the deaths came from people that were like 50 and older, right. predisposed. <laughs> you know, even you count them up, which is, that's a crazy number. And then there's the other thing with fudging the numbers of, of who died with COVID and who didn't, you know, so. I remember I think everyone like, knows that that's out, that that was a paid thing. And, and the whole New York thing, you know. Big deal with medicine. Like, or is someone getting paid to tell you something? You know, like. I mean. Andrew Cuomo was kind of caught doing it. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. you can't say it didn't happen when he was caught doing it. Just like, yeah. you know, you talk about Fauci and everything when it first happened where they said that the masks wouldn't help you. I mean, that right there, I kind of I feel some type of way about because I think people should have kind of been smart enough to read between <laughs> the lines yeah. that he's telling you masks don't help because he doesn't want you to go buy all the masks yeah. because – He's scared that we're going to need him, you know, and and like he couldn't say that because then everybody's going to go buy all the masks. And so that's why they did what they did. That, that like, like sometimes you have to lie. I, I get that. And I understood that lie to a certain extent. Yeah. I mean, I remember sitting in the living room with Jen saying, like, he's lying, but it's for the better good. Right. But is that is that, is that a good thing to do? Uh, is that a good thing to do? And and that being said, too, you know, the mask, I, I don't believe in the, the efficacy of mask because of the simple math on the size of the particle and the size of the particles that can pass through the mask. Um, once again, numbers, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's out there. You can look it up. It's been repeated. But it's some like the hole is 10 times bigger than, uh, than the particle. So the particle is going to pass right through it. Still, could it help a little bit? Yes. One thing that came out about those masks, though, was folks were wearing them and not changing them and keeping it on their face. And if they were sick, they're wearing it and breathing it in. And and no one ever went into that. Those were definitely not designed to be worn for any extended period of time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I think problems were caused there. Yeah. It was just mismanaged bad. I and, mean, and, at my and, job, I could not go to my job without wearing a mask. Right. So, like, until I went in my office and shut the door, yeah. I had to wear a mask. And everybody, and I will say, I when I talk about people, did I know people that got sick with COVID? Yes. But at the same time, that seed of doubt is there because everybody, because I know our company gave you certain incentives to stay home if you had COVID. Yes. Right. So it's like, oh, yeah. If I you had it. COVID, you had two weeks off. Even if you're a warehouse worker, you ain't never had two weeks off. Yeah. Right, paid. but you're about to get two weeks off paid. That can happen three times in my company. It happens the Six guy that works weeks for me. paid. The guy that works for me, my lead, had it twice. He was out for two weeks. He was in the hospital too, though. Yeah. And then another time he got it, but he was only in for like four days. But he was out for yeah, a total of four weeks. I mean, that's the that, and uh, most people at my job that were permanent people spent all six weeks. They used them all. Yeah. Yeah. Because, hey, you're not firing me, and what are you going to, you know? I people are blatant, essential. you know? Yeah. People are blatant about essential, that shit. But in my situation, there was no quick way or benefit way or a cheat way to get it because of just how I'd been working before, self-employed, working with other people, 1099, da-da-da. It was easier for me and, and more enjoyable, by all means, to go to work, you know? I, I'm the type of person... I got to do something. I need to show something. I don't judge my days, how good it was, but how much work I got out of. 
I'll judge you by how much work I got done. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and that's different for all, you know, everybody's different. But I've met and know folks that are like, a good day to them is they avoided doing anything. It's like, ah, <laughs> is it really that good, though? And how much more energy did you spend? Avoiding it, you know? and why? Why? Why are you a motorcycle mechanic if you really like getting out of being a motorcycle mechanic? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because the, you, oh, there's yeah. other jobs you could probably go work in, like the post office. There's jobs. Yeah, where getting out of shit is like the main thing you do. Right. You know, there's so like that, you wouldn't think. Yeah, someone else who went to school and like you know wants to learn the job. You know, get, let you them do it. it. Yeah. Let them do the job, and you know. But yeah, I hear you. Um, that's crazy. So, yeah, I guess we didn't really see. I didn't see anybody in COVID, as far as like you know, friends and stuff. I guess it was crazy. I mean, I guess some people would reach out and talk, but that's about it. You know. Yeah, like I said, I got lucky on the my situation there is with the motorcycles. You you usually know somebody who's working there, and even from Atlanta to Knoxville, I my buddy was the guy that was the the service manager, and I'm from there, so I had family, but right. um. I was able to meet up with some old friends, work with some old friends, and make new friends. Um, I didn't see none of the usual crew, though. I'll say that. None so your camper, crew. did you leave your camper up there? My camper's still at my aunt's house. My cousin, my cousin's supposed to buy it, but he might just get gifted it, because right now I don't have no way to get it. Dude, you can totally use my truck and just take it and go get it. Yeah. Go get it's it with my mine. truck. I have a tow package on it. I yeah, have a tow package. It's mine, and it's there. And if I don't go get it and save it, then it, go get it. it needs help. But it's been there for oof, eight or nine months. But it's sat yeah, in my, the field. my truck drives great, man. My truck yeah. is it's it totally make that drive. No, it has brand new tires, brand new Bridgestones. Like it would be nice to get go back get, or go get or your get shit, the, hey, man. Look, or get the G back from him. Dude was talking about giving me a grand for it because it is. I mean, is it a collector thing? No, but it's all. It's a '72 model, and there's I people like that are still buying them. I mean, there's a guy get, in Knoxville that's that's all he's selling is campers and namely old ones. And I, he had stuff for sale that were like, um, oh, Lordy, Airstreams with no windows, mm. no insides, no nothing. Old ones. Gutted. Gutted because that's how he found them. He cleaned it up. He gets everything out and cleans it as best he can. He gets rid of anything because I think the glass is probably broken. But he was selling that thing for like two grand, 2500 bucks. And it, yeah. Because well, you got to buy it. It's all aluminum. If you buy it, it's not going to be rusty. Mainly, yeah. People in, people invest in it. Oh, they're awesome so, looking. I love them. I mean, those airships. Justin Cave was helping a guy out of Gulf Shores who was also buying airstreams because of the you know, most of all those old campers are aluminum skinned. They should all be. Um, but he was helping them turn them into little food truck things. Mm, there's a guy out here that deals them. There's, we got a dealer, like an Airstream dealer on um, Powder Springs Road, I guess, heading yeah. towards. Oh, a new one. A new one's going to run you, dude. But they're awesome. Oh, these are all refurbs. I mean, you could tell he's got oh, okay. like planners and shit in them. I mean, it's just a whole bunch of refurbs out there. Yeah, you can get a brand new one. Yeah. Drop that coin. Yeah, they got those out there. Like, and I don't know. I don't. I'm sure, like with anything else, there's downfalls, anything, but. It looks like they were like 80s made, 70s, 80s, but some of those fiberglass little bubble ones. Mm. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. Tiny, but yeah, oh, I wouldn't mind having my tiny camper back. I like my pop up; it's good. And like, I mean, it was. <clears throat> I mean, now it's made mostly out of Flex Seal, but I mean, it's still <laughs> tight. Mine too. Mine too. It's still tight. <laughs> Flex Seal. Hey, it damn, still it's on even when it's wet. Good. It's because those damn dogs, man. Yeah, <laughs> my dogs can't. My, my dogs couldn't stand with like they'd go in the camper and we'd go and spend time, you know, in the park or whatever about the you know army park. Yeah, and then Hank would tear, try to tear down the dam. He would. Yeah. He'd tear down the whole area. I had to make the whole thing again out of Flick Seal, pretty much. I mean, I think Flicks. it looks good though. It really does. So like, that color it's, match. Yeah, it's white flex seal tape, and then I, before the season, I'm going to go over it and spray paint it with white flex seal spray on top of it. Right now, it totally doesn't leak, but yeah. you can see the tape. But it's like real thick, you know. Um, and like all the windows that were like leaking, I redid them with uh, tie dyed shower curtains. 
Nice. And I sewed them in. I sewed them in. So the, some windows don't open, but they just have like tied in, like tie dyed like yeah, but walls it that I've makes sewed the in. Lighting inside, awesome too. It does, and it looks cool on the outside too, because your windows, your two windows yeah. on the outside look tie dyed. So yeah, my my camper's the kind of the shit, man. It doesn't have a bathroom, so my my wife hates going. But I mean, yeah, mine didn't either. And you know, the problem with my little one up there is it's. Six foot wide. Well, I'm six foot six, so I mean, I can't stretch out the bed. You know what I'm saying? I, I need something bigger. That's why I kind of shit. Did, my shit extends to twenty four feet, man. My shit will sleep six people, man. It's great. Hell yeah! And two dogs, hell man. Yeah. Comfortable as hell. Now I don't have, I didn't have AC, but I got that one unit that I told you. I've got that symmetry to go now. Yeah. So I think this weekend I'm gonna move it out by the pool and do the mock camp out thing I told you. You know. Just do yeah. like one night yeah, camp out in there, but yeah, man, I would I would love to either ride up there with you or let you borrow my truck. However, it's easiest, man. But don't let the fact that you don't have a towing truck get let you lose that thing, man. Because uh, yeah. you do, you got my towing truck. Yeah. And this well, is we're on we're on tape. My, if it wasn't at my aunt's house, I would be more worried. But you know what I'm saying? It ain't right. gonna go nowhere. They ain't gonna move it. <laughs> right. You still have that land to camp at. I do, and there's... Ah, sorry. Every question makes me laugh because my circumstances are hilarious. I have it, and <laughs> before I moved to Tennessee two and a half years ago, there was yeah. a dude I was working with, and he needed a place to stay, and I have another camper up there. That same one you stayed in is up there, and uh, there's a dude that's staying in it. He's lived there like two or three years now. Oh, and, my God. Uh, but the way I look at it, he's keeping the it's driveway, that. keeping the driveway going. You know what I'm saying? I've tried to talk to him, and I suggested one time for him to leave, and then I was like, "It's just going to be more trouble than it's worth." But if it came down to it, I would. I, he'd have to go. But I have. That's been. so funny, though. So been. you own the camper, the land, and everything. You just don't even. He's just a guy that lives there. Me being nice, man. Does he have Me power? Generator. He has a generator. I guess solar. I don't know. I, I mean, he don't call me. I don't collect rent. I mean, it's a, <laughs> the agreement is, hey, look, the agreement is, is I had still had, it's four acres. I had one acre cleared out where we were hanging out. Right. And I brought a lawnmower up there and I was like, I need you to keep all the shit I got mowed. It needs to be mowed. Keep it so I can always come up here and, and it's mowed. And then help me with the driveway. Help me make sure the driveway don't get fucked up. And if you maintain that, then you can stay here. And like I said, I was just gone. And... You know, before, when I first bought it, it was like four acres. It was like pasture. And right. all the trees grew up. And it, it, it was like so good <laughs> that I couldn't use none of it. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to lose the last acre that I'm mowed down. Right. So I can't stay there. I don't know. I, you know, now that we're talking about it, I probably need to check on him. <laughs> he might not live there anymore. I don't fucking I mean, know. You should probably check it out. Yeah. You should. I mean, so you have, you have a camper up there. That's your camper, though. Yeah, it's 19 foot tandem axle. I paid $400 for it. Um, had a little bit yeah. of a dent in the top of the roof, but I'm, you know, hey, flex sealed it. No, I bought the real <laughs> shit, that laminate, whatever, plastic stuff. I just painted it like a, I painted the fuck out of it with that shit, dude. Yeah. I laid it on thick. Yeah. Um, and when I would go up there, I had, I bought, spent a little cash and I got those quiet generators that I have here. Oh, uh, okay. And it, it'll run, it's two stroke. But it runs on like a gallon for like twelve hours or something fucking crazy. Really? And it'll power air conditioner and a refrigerator. It it powers up the whole camper. So, yeah. If I was to go, but I'm trying. We're trying to get back in this camper. We're gonna just go back to rustic. We're going back to tents for a little bit. Because I, I still, even if I got my trailer, my camper, I wouldn't. I still don't have nothing to pull it that's reliable. That old Dodge truck is beat down, dude. It's got 400,000 miles on it. It's just wore out. Yeah, it's beat down. So I'm, I'm trying to, I use it, we use it for emergencies or not, just around town is the big thing, you know. We ain't trying yeah. to go like, we ain't trying to go to Atlanta or Chattanooga in it. Um, but it makes it to Kroger back, you know. But if I can hold on to that for one more year or so, then I might indulge and buy something newish. A truck? Um, I either need a truck with four doors or a van. 
but I really don't want a, I do not want a minivan. I'd rather have like, I don't even remember my dad used to have, not that real big giant one, but a smaller one with some windows. But not <laughs> right. a church bus. I don't want a church bus. Right. But, um, yeah, something that's full size, I guess would be the best term. No yeah. minivan. No, nah, what, what is it? What, what do they call like the ones with like the captain seats and the the big conversion uh, conversion van? Yeah, yeah. I mean, or, you know, custom conversion or whatever. Oh yeah, with the TV. My parents had one of them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but we had one oh, growing up. I would love to have something like that. Something <sighs> I'd plush. love to have that one. Yeah, it was so plush. I remember and then the my... back, like laid out. It was so nice. Oh yeah, a little bed. My nana had one, and it was um. It was a Dodge. I remember it was like four different colors of tan and brown. Uh, yeah. And it was, yeah. It was like called the Gold Miner or something, man. I remember it had the little shovel and pickaxe. And I want to say it's like, <laughs> mainly this way. But yeah, so much brown. Ours was a Chevy. Uh, ours was a Chevy, I'm pretty sure. And, and I, like, think even, I think it even had a pop up thing on top. Really? Yeah. Some of them had a shell on there, some of them were pop up. I just remember the table you could move from front to back. It had yes. a little table with a drink holder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah was when chain. it was facing the front, it was in between the driver and the passenger. That's right. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, you didn't feel like you should be driving anything in this thing. You know, like you had armrests and stuff, you know. If Tesla was smart. They'd look into something like that. You bring that out and have it looking good. Yeah. Nobody would buy it. Nobody would buy it. But I, I would want one. <laughs> Make it electric. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. That's whatever. That's funny. I mean, so I told you I had some show prep. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I I haven't prepped, the talk we've had, I haven't haven't prepped any of that. That was just us bullshitting and talking. But, I mean, I did. I was talking about, um, I was wanting to bring up, you know what ESG is? Have you heard about ESG in the news? I have. My brother told me, and I've seen it more and more. Um, Researched it a little bit, but once again, it's like this kind of facts are popping up, so other people might know about ESG. What do you? What's yeah. what's good and bad? What's not good? <laughs> I mean, I just think that. I mean, it's. I think it's. You know, we were talking about kind of where we're at. You know, and and I think that's if you had to name like right now, and as far as like what our culture is, I think ESG is a huge part of it. Yes, I think I ESG. Agree. Whether I think ESG is what's going on behind the scenes when they're showing you. The, the 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 UFOs and that's what they want you to look at because the ESG is what they don't want you to pay attention to, right? Other than oh, yeah, that's you know like other than just be good and go buy an electric car and but you know Tesla's supposed to take care of that. You right. know, yeah. it's a it's uh, a you know capitalism. We're going to touch on. We're going to get back to electric cars because I got some interesting facts about that, which you may or may not know. But we'll get back to that one. But ESG, so so some things that I've seen and. This is coming from the perspective of somebody like, I don't have Twitter, I don't have an account, I don't have Instagram. So what I see, I'd like to think, is mainly stuff they're showing anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. Joe Smo or something, that, you know, because I don't log into it, I don't thumbs it up or thumbs it down. I just you know what it stands for? It. What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's an act. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, environmental, environmental, social, and corporate governance. Yes. Yes. And, and to that... <laughs> Um, you know, I was saying like some of these things I've seen on feeds, which, you know, I haven't customized much at all. Try not right. to, but sure. is one thing with the guy from BlackRock talking about sometimes these companies need to force decisions, need to help force decisions on people. The BlackRock okay, CEO. Yeah. Yeah. Larry another, Fink, I think it is. Is that right? Yeah. 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 And he's yeah. saying, you know, we got to force these decisions. Um, and then there's this other guy who I think it's crazy is because my wife saw her thing, this guy right. who looks at the grocery store aisles and kind of breaks down like what products are owned by who. And he looks at an aisle and, and colors it, you know, a picture of an aisle with the rows and the products. And then he colors it like one color for who owns it, this company, one color. Okay. So one right. of the companies that own almost all the pieces of the aisles all the time, BlackRock. And BlackRock owns everything, dude. Exactly. So, so BlackRock owns like, everything. So you can't boycott them because you say I'm going to boycott it. This mustard person. Well, you just buy the other mustard. It's owned by the same people. You know. So, so it's well, like they're when it comes money. down to it, it's going to come. It's going to be Monsanto 
who yeah. owns the seeds, who, yeah. you know, and that's where it starts. So now the farmers can do whatever they want to do with Monsanto's seeds. But when it comes down to it, everyone's arguing over the same fucking products because yeah. they all started off as Monsanto's seeds. You know? Agreed. So. Agreed. Yeah. Which then the GMO and what are they doing to the seed? What are they doing to that product? Why don't I, and here's why I is it that why is it that subjected to ESG? How is that looked at? Is how is a GMO, a genetically yeah. modified organism, you know, that's made to make the chicken breast bigger and make us pay yeah. more, yeah. and all this? How is that environmental, social, and corporate governance? How is that, or how is like a, a CEO having a thirty million dollar bonus? How is that, you know, how can you call that? Uh, you know, ESG, and, and like, what is ESG? Like, Well, here's what ESG, to my understanding is, is that if you don't like the way they're operating and what they, the message they want to push is that right. they will, they can shut you down on supplies, they can shut you down on funding, if you don't help spread their message, if you don't help do things the way they like it done, they can make other people not want to deal with you, black blacklist you. So yeah, you can control thought that way because you're using other outlets using other outlets all outlets almost because you own everything and you're getting hit from yeah you're driving decisions what outlets are there what outlets are there that you could look at right now to like actually know what something is without like a huge amount of funding behind it without like you know like if you really want to know any actual Maybe I, I honestly, I could NPR. I mean NPR. Maybe no, <laughs> I don't think any of them, dude. I mean, I but NPR takes called it. all of it bunk. I think that's what's been called out is all of this information is trash. Uh, you know who I would maybe trust is this dude that owns this farm down the street from me. Um, but at the same time, if shit went awry, that dude ain't gonna grow enough shit for everybody around here. No, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he ain't gonna do it. You need acres and acres to make this happen. And, yeah. and that being said, they don't even let those folks produce. They prefer to just do it in a giant warehouse where it's controlled, yeah. and they and they can make lettuce all day long. No, Gary, they, they prefer buying it from China. Hours a day, you know. They prefer buying it from China, but they can't stop China from sending. You know what? China wants to send. But I don't know if you remember this one. And sorry, tidbits. My mind holds on to the craziest things. They Back in the day, it wasn't too long ago, back in the day, I'm sure it come up online, that the rice had like plastic little tidbits in it. It wasn't even fucking food. Right. They, they were selling over here. Yeah. Selling and like then like there was... And then, like, they were, they were selling us like sheetrock that had pieces of rice in it and stuff. So that was like the thing. It was like... Why are you putting food in the building materials and building the materials in the fucking the food. food, right? And it's just because China fucking hates you, whether you like it or not. Yeah, they, yeah they're fucking with you and, and they're hooking you every chance they maybe get. Maybe not like people from China in America. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. that. I mean, it's, and I'm not saying that like just because you're born in China that you hate America. But I mean, for the most part, no. like at least nowadays, public relations and What's going on between the two countries is we don't fucking like each other, and that's just the way it is. No, no. And I wonder this sometimes. Is it because that's an easier, one of the easiest enemies to pick to give us all this information about? And, and I feel like there are crazy shit, there's crazy shit going on all over the world, but why not pick the person that's the farthest away from us? Russia, China, they're so far away, that, and they're so horrible. And from far away, you know what I'm saying? They hate us. They can't stand us. Da, da, da. Well, in every but movie you've ever when, seen... When, truthfully, it might not even be like that, you know? Well, in every movie you've ever seen and everything that you've ever... Like, all the stories through time, it's always been the empire that was the enemy, right? Well, America is the empire. I mean, yes, we I are agree. the empire. And, and as far as the... I think Russia is like always been a defensive. They're just defense. You know, they're always trying to defend their shit. They've lost stuff because everyone hates them. So they're always constantly trying to defend their shit. And China is the offense. They're constantly trying to get bigger. They're constantly trying to improve and improve. They want to get big, big. They want to become the empire. And the empire is like, we're the fucking empire. You're not allowed to be the fucking empire. So, (laughs) you know, that's, that's why we have to hate them because they want to be us. 
at least on the world stage. And we're not allowed to like you if you want to be us, unless you're selling us cheap goods, because then we can, you know, put the stock market yeah, up on money, it. We can then money's involved in it. Then money's like involved, and then we can then we can own you more. You know, we can. We can buy parts of, of you. Money. We're not talking a million dollars. And I think because the numbers are thrown around so much, I think people have lost a grasp of what a billion dollars really is. You know what I'm mm. saying? That's a thousand million. People have lost a grasp of a trillion dollars. Like, sit down, get a calculator, use your phone, and type out the zeros for a trillion dollars. And type out there the zeros for a million. There used to not be worth a trillion and, dollars. And you're talking about doubling that number, you know, like exponentially doubling that. Um, and that's the kind of business that's being done. Uh, that's the kind of business people would kill for. That's the kind of business people would start wars over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 For sure. And it's just as easy. It's just as easy as like, and a lot of it you hear about. I guess the problem with ESG that I have, the main things that kind of stuck out when I was looking at it and just trying to, is it seemed like the more I looked into ESG and the more I tried to learn about ESG, the more confused I got and the more it just turned into like a fuck show. You know, it was like. Well, who's. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, that's kind of what that's. I think you're about to ask the question that really fucks me over this whole way, and that's an ESG is a rating. It is a rating that comes on a corporate yeah. credit report. Who the fuck is putting this rating up there? Who yeah, gets to decide? And the only thing I could find was a company called Statista uh-huh. and Newsweek. Newsweek uh, okay. and Statista have have in the past had rating systems that measure environmental, social, and corporate governance. But from what I understand, it's more about Michael Bloomberg and what he does to manipulate the press and how he tries to say, because he is the press, you know, he's Bloomberg. Financial markets, I mean, okay. So Bloomberg, just if you know what a Bloomberg terminal is, every trader has a fucking Bloomberg terminal. And it's like $30,000 a month for this fucking terminal. Which gives you news feeds or insight or something? No, you trade. You trade on it. It's your trading terminal. It's like, it's oh, fast. It's, it's the okay, fastest you can have. I'm you can trade it's, it's your, in it's milliseconds. Your, yeah. it's a, you can't be a real-time trader without a Bloomberg terminal. I gotcha. And that's how powerful Bloomberg is. Is you can't trade on the fucking stock market. Well, you're a retail Oh, you're a retail investor. You're me. You're Robin yeah. Hood. You're, you know, Wall Street Bets. And most of those guys have a Bloomberg terminal. Yeah. You right. have to have a Bloomberg. And they're like 30 grand a month, dude. And he's got every single person that's doing any trading professional on one. And he owns the top financial news market. Which gives him an insane Such an unfair, unfair, right. Oh, my God. And, if you're collecting that data of who is buying what, how much of it and when? I mean, you're getting every question answered. You're getting who the person is. Yeah. You're getting how much they're willing to do to it. You're getting the timing so you can start to build. I mean, just the law of averages. And you own the news out. network that's going to tell everybody what's about to happen before the opening bell. Oh yeah, insane. Before the opening that. bell, yeah. it's just like. And so every single day, you could place. Hedge some sm- small bets on certain things, and you know he I say small bets too, the tune of and hundreds of millions, and that right there is just going to fly under the radar most places. Well, I think I think it does fly under the radar for most places, and and I don't know, I may be a little unfair by doing this, and I think I've talked about this guy before with you, uh, Porter Stansberry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've ever yeah. talked. He's a, he's an internet sleuth guy. You know what this guy? I mean, I don't know if he's the scum of the earth or if he just trying to save everybody's life. But I know he'll take ten thousand dollars from you and give you information that you can find with a half ass being smart googling. So oh. <laughs> he's collecting you for that that known knowledge. That exactly. Like he sat there, crypto and stuff. You know, and and he runs like. Well, if you ever like get into like stock market, like reading like stock market news, like Market Watch and stuff like that, you'll see a lot of advertising and you'll sign up for a bunch of, you can sign up for a bunch of like newsletters and like, 
I have one newsletter that just gives me like options trades that were successful for the past three days. So I can look and see if they're still successful now and put them three days out and see if it can be adjusted to do anything. And it's just fun to play with. And it's worked before and it's failed before. And it's just, you know, it's a free newsletter. And you'll get, and I get tons of those in my inbox from different companies. And Porter Stansberry Research is one of them. I don't know if that's actually the name of his company, but his research is basically, and I think I may have told you about it too with the natural gas thing. So. That's the ne- next big opportunity that he's selling for like $10,000 on his site is he's going to, is that ESG right now it's driving oil out of business. That's what it's yeah. trying to do. Yeah. And it is a thing between, I think the, the Bloomberg guy and Larry Fink and they're partnering up to get rid of like Exxon and all these guys, co- not Exxon because I think Exxon actually owns a bunch of natural gas too, but that's the bailout is they're going to make natural gas super expensive or like super like, I guess um, it's supposed to save our, like save our position in the world Yeah, is because we're going to be able to take Russia's natural gas business back from them. Like from, yeah. the, from like great, from like England and like all of Europe and shit. So, which they're having to buy it from Russia now and Russia's just yeah. taxing the shit out of them, you know? Oh yeah. Making their money. Well, to that effect, I, I've heard, once again, a lot of my information comes to a local news radio station um, driving back and forth to work. But I did hear that they are loosening up the, is it the bids or the rights or whatever it is to start drilling. But I think when they say drill, I think that includes fracking and, and the fracking. other, yeah, the other natural resources well, that's, too. That's your, uh, that's your, that's your symbol. That's yeah. what Porter Stansbury would kind of let you know is the symbol to watch for is when fracking goes from good to bad because yeah. it's always in politically it's either good or bad. Right. Fracking yeah. kills the environment or it's great for the environment. Or it's the best thing, cheapest, best thing right. you've ever learned. Exactly. So once everybody starts talking about fracking again and talking about how fracking's the shiz, now mm-hmm. it's time to just buy in for these companies. And he's selling you he's got like two or three tickers on there. That he gives enough information about to easily find the tickers. Because yeah. he talks about like what fields they own and like who they're partnered. Like one's a partner with Exxon in a field in Louisiana. And like that is simply enough if you, you know, just search natural gas, fields, fracking, Louisiana, partners with Exxon. You will yeah. find out that ticker. You know what I mean? Right. You don't have to pay Porter Stansbury $10,000 so he can tell you about this company that may or may not make it. You know what's going to make it? That $10,000 to his hands. Yeah, that's uh, what he's... That's, I mean, and, that's the oldest gimmick in the book, too, isn't it? Pay me, it, and I'll teach you how to do it. That First is thing what, you're going to want to do is research. It's like, fuck, dude. You're not telling me anything. Right. And <laughs> I, like, thought you had the, I thought you had the research. They all had these, like, you know, these, like... Um, it's like... Uh, these videos that are doomsday videos, you know, they come on and yeah. it's like, Oh yeah. Are you ready? You know, like what is your Joe Biden? Is he <laughs> capable? And it like shows him falling down the stairs. Like, is he a capable person? I, sh- I mean, he has one, like, it's funny. Cause they keep showing like the video of him falling. Like online, I mean, I guess the, the 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 stuff I'm watching does. I guess. Yes. Oh no, I've seen all kinds of shit, man. But uh, you got sandbags. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It showed it. It shows them. You know, it, it shows them falling and oh, sandbagged. Right there, you go. But oh, there's man. another one. Like if you watch this Porter Stansberry thing, it shows him falling up the stairs to Air Force One. Yes. How do you? And do yes, you that? heard it right. Falling up the stairs. Yeah. How do you? Who's that actor playing that guy? I don't know, man. I'm like, there's no way that's a real thing, man. But no. like, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if, like, Porter Stansbury is telling you the truth or not. And I don't know if, like... Would you say that guy is, like... And not that it matters, but I'm just wondering, is he conservative or liberal or neither? Like, is he playing any angles there? Um, I think if you had to guess, I think I think he would probably fall on the conservative side just because of his, his money tie-ins. He's definitely fiscally yeah. conservative. Okay. I, I mean, because because he's definitely going to be saying the opposite of what's going on now is what you're supposed to be watching for. 
So that's like yeah. part of the that's part of the thing you're supposed to know. And see, Gary, that that's what makes me like I don't know. It kind of makes me furious because like you see a guy like Porter Stansberry sit by his you know fireplace and you know he sits back and he has his whiskey and he's like you know I've made millions of dollars in the stock market. But I'm here to share with you today how you can make millions, too. And it's like, this is far worse than anything that's ever happened yet. Yes, there's no way Right, if this, you need to get in now before everything goes to shit. So do you Just think watch this video and you'll know exactly why everything's going to go to shit. doing a better <laughs> service or worse disservice than the people selling food prep meals. The buckets of food. I mean, if we're talking he, about what's capitalism, more do you think right now? Do you think it's more important to buy buckets of freeze dried food or get on pork stock and natural gas? Berry. I think you should buy. I think you should buy. I think you should buy pork belly commodities. Ah, pork bellies, Mortimer. <laughs> pork belly. And I, think, I think you should short grapes. Short grapes. I think you should short grapes and frozen orange juice. Frozen orange juice. You should definitely short. But um, the long play this year is watermelons. <laughs> it's the long play. You've got to get some futures on the commodities, man. All day. Calls on watermelons all the way through August, man. I'm calls. telling you, calls. Oh, calls. Calls. Zero days to expiration. Just buy them all day. Watermelon <laughs> futures. Bye. Bye.